What's going on, you guys? It is Corey and Elena. We are back. Episode 10. We cannot believe it. I just literally spilled the tea. If anybody else listens to podcasts and knows Alex Cooper, I just told Corey, like, there is so much hope in that woman. She just got engaged. What? Yeah, she can do it. We can do it. She's like I mean, the right? man hater, right? <laughs> yeah. If she can sit here and talk about like half the things that she talks about, like, there is so much hope suddenly. And this man, like, I don't know whoever it is, but I guess he straight up like dressed up her dogs in tuxedos to like propose. I'm like, where are these men hiding? Because I want that. Like, and I'm over here. I'm like, our podcast is like pretty G-rated compared to that. So, <laughs> um, but anyway, let's get into today. We're going to talk about the man in the uniform. I mean, I guess technically, and the woman in the uniform. We don't, we don't judge. <laughs> <laughs> um, Corey, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the blue collars? You want to start with military? Oh God! <laughs> do you want to start with the police, the firefighters? Really, you know, I support first responders in a lot of ways. You guys. <laughs> Um, you know, there's layers to this one. There's like, you know, the blue collar workers are maybe the the G-rated layer of this. Yes, <laughs> so we want to the start G-rated. there. <laughs> okay. Um, hmm. I'm over here. I'm like, how do I G-rate this? So for me, like the blue collar guys that like I have either dated, talked to, have heard stories from is going to be like I don't know why, but, like, a big thing for electricians, like, the linemen, the this, the that, those types of things. I feel like it's such a strong misconception when people get into these relationships with, honestly, anybody, just to, like, get this out there in the open right now. If you are with a man who has any sort of a job that's going to be, like, a call-out, fires, um, like, anything of that nature, like – or anybody, really, if your partner's in anything of that. Like, you need to understand, 100%, your life is, like, at their mercy, always. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've seen and I've heard that, like, that has become an issue for some people where they're, like, dating somebody and then, oh, um, you know, there's, like, a storm. For example, like, my brother-in-law, he's a lineman, and guess what? Like, one monsoon, and guess what? He's gone for, like, two days. Like, and my sister has to take care of the house. She can't be like, oh, he's not here, you know? So, like, fair warning, ladies, starting it off right away with tip number one. If you're going to be with somebody who's in, like, a line of duty, anything like that, understand, like, your time with them is going to be limited. <laughs> yeah, that's – Actually, a really solid point all around for any blue collar worker that has, like you said, a call out position because, you know, they're going to miss the holidays when they're at the beginning of their career. Mm -hmm. They're going to have to go out when they get called and there's just no control over that. And it can be really challenging as a partner to have to deal with the constant um, managing of the household on your own, especially if you have kids and all of that. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, and that's a great point. Like same thing, like you said, when these people are starting out or if you're with somebody and they go into this, you know, like career, 
you you're right. They probably more than likely are going to miss Christmas. They're probably more than likely going to miss, you know, Thanksgiving, your birthday, their birthday, your kid's birthday. Um, they're not going to make it to every soccer game, every baseball game. It's not going to happen. Um, and so you kind of end up having to pick up both roles because you just have to step up to the plate. So if that's something that you're not interested in, you can just like skip this whole podcast because you're not going to want to listen anymore. <laughs> Um, yeah. but I would say like, for me, if I had to like weigh them between like somebody who's like uniform, like type job and somebody who's like blue collar personally, I would pick a blue collar over the uniform because the uniform takes so much more time, takes so much more worry. Um, I mean, what was it like for you? You, you grew up in, in a uniform home. There's a lot of challenges that come with having a family member um, in that kind of position. Like my father was a, a cop. He was a police officer. And I remember a lot as a kid, him missing holidays because he had to work because, mm-hmm. you know, he's not the senior employee that gets to take the holidays off. The young, the young ones get stuck working the holidays. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also just got exposed to some things like early in life that, you know, generally people wouldn't the darker parts of life. Like my dad very much had an obligation, like a, a feeling, a sense of duty to always help people. And like saw a really bad car accident as a kid where there was a kid that died there. And, you know, just, there's just come some negatives that kind of come with that life. Um, but there are a lot of positives too. Like obviously they're doing a service for the community. They're doing, you know, the thing that most people aren't willing to do. And there's a lot of honor and like pride in that, but there's hardships that come with it too, that you have to be willing to understand and kind of foresee, I think when you're marrying or having kids with someone in that field. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. And and I think too, what a lot of people have to understand is like, even like these guys that are going in and you're like, oh, they're in their 30s. They're a cop. Understand. And I'm sure it's even worse for like other things. Like their senior positions, like they've been on the force or they've been with this department, whether it's whatever, you know, fire, what have you. They've been with them for like 20 plus years, you guys. So like He's mm-hmm. not going to be the senior for a long, long time. And, yeah, there'll be new rookies. But, like, guess what? Like, if it's fire department, great, you got two rookies. Do you expect two people to go and put out a whole fire, run a whole fire engine? No. So they're going to take the next youngest. And, like, it goes up from there. So, I mean, again, there are things to keep in mind. Perks to it, though, I will say this. As somebody who <laughs> has – dabbled is that the nice way to put it i've <laughs> i've i've dabbled in the arts of dating people who have done that i've been with somebody who was a firefighter before been with a cop been with this like whatever oh my god my this just sounds terrible but the perk is like at least they work you know like and if you're like if anybody who like is with a firefighter i apologize because i'm probably gonna mess this up but like i think it's like they work like four tens and then they have like the other days off and then they work three tens and then like the other days off and it like alternates through the weeks so like 
on that perspective, it's great. Like your your partner's gone for two days, but then like suddenly like they're home for the other like five out of the week. Like what a dream. But um, yeah, that's I would say that's one of the perks. Same things with like what I've seen with like cops happen is like they work like the same type of thing, like four tens or the twelves or whatever. And so like they may be working like Monday through Thursday and then like they're off on Friday and you're like, oh, like this is great. Like we get a three day weekend every weekend. Um, you know, the other thing that's super marketable for the blue collar and for the um and I'm so sorry to say that if anybody's thinking of being in a military relationship, I'm going to debunk that whole thing for you later in this episode. But um, so 10 out of 10, if you had to pick one, don't pick that because I'll tell you right now, sis, they're broke. <laughs> like if you're going to choose one of the ones, pick one of the ones that at least has money. Like he's getting paid $1.25. What do you think he's going to buy you? A Birkin? Yeah, right. Like so – I mean, I guess that's another perk to it, especially with where we grew up. Like everybody's, I felt like at least, everybody's dad or mom, like, oh, my mom's a 911 dispatcher. Oh, my dad's a sheriff. Oh, my dad's LAPD. My dad works for Burbank. Oh, you know, um, my dad's fired captain. Oh, my dad's an engineer for the fire department. Oh, I work in Long Beach. Oh, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> like that was just a really predominant thing, I think, like in – where we grew up. Yeah, we, we lived in the town of cops for sure. There were a lot of cops that lived in our town. They'd still um, pull you over. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of police that roamed our town. We have a personal experience being pulled over by by the police. We talked about that before? No, we <laughs> haven't. Share, 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 share. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's such a good story. I love this story. Um... <laughs> So back when we were, I don't know, what were we like seniors in high school? We just graduated from high school, something like that. I think we had just graduated. We were, yeah, it was when we had first recently, yeah, we had graduated, but we had just, so backtrack, little backstory. We've already told you guys when Corey and I first met, we were like, we did not like each other. We were like, this is not like, because the people we were with made it out like we were meant to be like sworn enemies. Now we're inseparable. So like ladies never listen to a man, but Go ahead, continue, Corey. <laughs> well, I'll just add on to that as a side note, too. Our exes used to do this thing where we would have dates planned, and then the other couple would just show up on the date, and we didn't know they were coming. And then we'd both be like, what the hell? Ticked. Like, <laughs> Yeah. We're like, you literally never take us out. And then all of a sudden, like, we would go out and, like, we went out to, like, a movie or dinner, and then all of a sudden, like – in walks Corey and her ex and I'm like are you serious like and like mind you they told us like we're supposed to hate each other and it would happen to like in the most remote places like oh we're gonna go out to like the middle of nowhere and look at the stars I'm thinking oh how romantic and then here comes Corey and I'm like what (laughs) yeah this literally happened weirdly often like we'd be in a town over (laughs) at the beach and then here comes Elena and I'd be like like how how does this keep happening <laughs> and so. then suddenly they'd be like oh it just worked out that we have dinner reservations for four and we're like are you serious like yeah it would happen a lot they should have been in a relationship is what it seems but anyway go ahead <laughs> so I, i'm 90 percent sure this was one of those situations where i remember it was new year's eve and mm-hmm. um 
we had gone shooting that morning um, to like at a shooting range and we still had all of the guns in the car. We were in separate cars. Like Elena and her boyfriend were in their car. Me and my ex were in the other car. And um, we had gone up into like these mountains that are nearby where we lived. If my dad listens to this, he's going to call me and yell at me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So we're up in the mountains having like a bonfire Um, just like kind of, you know, having a chill night, but then we weren't drinking or anything like that. We were like probably 18, 19 years old at this point. And I was nine, I was, yeah, I was 18. No, I was 19 and, or 18, almost 19. And you were 19, almost 20. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we, we actually were like being good children in that sense. There was no drinking happening. We were just hanging out, but, uh, children. You know, the the boys decided, oh, you know, at midnight, let's shoot off our guns. That sounds fun. And we're but like, what no. Made it worse. What made it worse was that, so my ex, I should have known. You guys, literally, we should do a whole episode on, like, how to know when you should never marry someone. I can tell you everything. <laughs> literally. He took stuff from the Marine Corps base. And, like, if anybody's on there and, like, you're higher and you want to know, send me the deets. Don't even worry. I'll spill that social so fast you won't even know what hit you. But he would take, like, these tracer rounds. And so, like, for anybody who's listening who doesn't know what those are, they're, like, these – they shoot this bullet, but, like, it leaves this, like, green trace behind it. So it looks like a a neon green laser beam. And you can see this from, like, miles away. Go ahead, continue, Corey. <laughs> so on another side note that is important to note is that like the local water agency had recently taken over this like area of land because they were trying to like put something there. So the water agency had like some little outpost thing back in there somewhere. And we did see or hear someone at some point. And at that point, we were already like, that's not good for us. So we're, they shot off the guns at midnight, like idiots, made a lot of noise. And then... With the fire going. Yeah. And as we're leaving this, like, area, it's, like, dirt roads a while out. And we're about to get to the main road. And these two cops fly off the main road, one in front of their car, one in front of ours. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, like, we are so screwed right now. And I'm having this whole, like, mental thing in my head, like, I can't call my dad because if I call my dad, I'm going to be in more trouble with my dad than if I just let this cop, like, write me a ticket or whatever's about to happen. Yeah. I was like, I'll go to jail before I call my dad. Like, (laughs) my dad was going to whoop my ass. I'm going to wish I was in jail. (laughs) Seriously. So I'm just, like, sitting there, like, having this whole, like, mental freak out and, there's one cop at our window with his flashlight, like, pointed into the car, shining it on us. So and there's bad. one there in front of us. And there's a cop up there. Well, this dumbass that Elena was in a relationship That Elena was with. dating, you guys. Again, backstory. Again, let me just surprise if you didn't know. This dumbass is the man that I married. So here we go. Yeah. He literally. Oh, my gosh. Okay, let me let me take over what happened in our vehicle. So the cop comes up, you guys. Oh my gosh, this is so humiliating. And you know, Deputy Doofus thinks that like talking about my ex husband thinks that like oh, 
I'm going to show him my Marine Corps badge or my ID instead of my driver's license after this guy asked for a driver's license. And this cop rips him apart. And he's like, you know, I was in the service too. Would you like it if I called your uh, hire? You think they'd be happy if I told them what you were doing? And like, mind you, this cop also, like when Ding Dong's trying to like, you know, pull a fast one on him, he's like, we got a report that like there was some green lights in the area. You guys, I'm so going to expose myself right now. You know what my response was? I was like, oh, you know, New Year's Eve could be aliens. You never, you never know. I'm here, that was my idea of how I'm going to get out of this. I'm going to say, oh, it's aliens. Yeah. Yeah, Elena. Sure. That's going to work. Yeah. He's not going to take you to jail. He's going to put you on a psych hold. Like, and so then he pulls out his ID and he's like, do you have any weapons in the vehicle? And I'm thinking, this is it. This is the moment that I go, I go to, I go to jail. That's, this is the moment. And boy, was it not worth it? Cause gosh, wow could have picked a better man to go to jail with than that but anyway i digress so he like says oh yeah we have a like what did he say he was like oh we have like four loaded weapons i was like oh my god goodbye oh but that wasn't it he says let me get it and turns to grab it i'm thinking i'm gonna get shot i'm going to get shot and i'm sitting here and you know what my next so first of all aliens didn't work so then Plan B. Ladies, when plan A doesn't work, go for plan B. If that doesn't work, go straight to plan Y. I literally was like, what if I told you he kidnapped me? <laughs> Would that make a difference? <laughs> like, And then he's like, we're together. We might not be after this. So <laughs> yeah, I tried that option. I was like, what if I said he kidnapped me? Would that like make a difference? <laughs> yeah. But what happened in your, what happened in yours was just as bad. Yeah, I remember, so at the point, and I didn't know what happened at the time, like I had gotten the story from you guys later on, but I remember at the point he turned to reach for the gun, the cop at, at your car started yelling because he was like, no, don't grab the gun. Don't grab a freaking loaded gun. And when he started yelling, the cop at our car started freaking out and was like, what's going on up there? Blah, blah, blah. And we were like, we don't know. And he was, like, grabbing his gun, and I was just like, oh, my God, like, we're going to get shot. Like, I don't even know what's happening. We had the same thought. Yeah. Corey and I are sitting here, and we're like, we're supposed to be sworn enemies, and we're both like, we're going to die. Yeah. So Uh, I don't even know how that whole thing got brought up to begin with, but it was the craziest thing that's probably happened to me in my life. And... I still think about it frequently and I'm like, wow, like we, I really dated someone that put me in a situation. I almost got shot. So and then it <laughs> happened again later with someone else who almost shot me. So I'll tell that story at some time. Um, <laughs> I'll tell that story too. Guess what? Spoiler. Mine was the same person who reached for the gun. What? <laughs> Stay tuned. Yeah. And so the way that that whole thing ended was, I, whatever. He was like, oh, don't call my hire, whatever. I'm like, yeah, okay. Suddenly, like, somebody, like, turns out to be, like, all scared now. And he was like, you need to go home. And you need to leave those guns there. Like, you're not supposed to be driving with them, whatever. Here's the other problem. Like, Corey and I kind of prefaced. Our entire town is full of cops. So, like, when I tell you that I gave my ID to this this sheriff and he goes, oh, you live next to, and I won't say their name, but 
you live next to so-and-so because he was a cop. Mm -hmm. And he goes, oh, you live next to so-and-so. And I'm thinking, great. So now I'm going to get shot and then he's going to go tell my dad. So, you know, I mean, ladies make better decisions. Okay. And number one, don't marry the man that gets you nearly shot or arrested. Yeah, amen to that. For reals. <laughs> I can't we believe made... we even got to that story. Best story ever, hands down. Like, Honestly. we can't beat it. <laughs> I literally, you would have thought that we were about to go like straight to jail i don't know it looked like it was like a drug bust and it was so not worth it like so not worth it um but yeah so <laughs> number one if you're going to date somebody who's uh in any sort of anything of that nature try not to get in trouble with the law because they'll find out um number two and this is from personal experience <laughs> If you're going to date somebody in a department, it's best to either date only one person in that department and don't be like me and date somebody who's in the exact same unit as that person, you know, because like I was I, I was seeing somebody and his coworker was like, oh, I know Elena. And I'm like, oh, God. And yeah, so apparently we had matched before I ever even matched with him. So that was cool. <laughs> Yeah, and departments, people know each other and people talk. So definitely be mindful that you're not being the the badge bunny or whatever you want to call Ooh. it, the jumper. Um, and uh, the whole unit, the whole station knows who you are. It's It'll be a real uncomfortable Christmas uh, party for you that year. I experienced that. Yeah, it was. It was real <laughs> awkward when I showed up. And he's there with his wife and I'm there with my person and I'm sitting there and I'm like, this is just too much. It's too much. And then they like to like tease each other because like it's like, you know, that's just like the camaraderie. And like they're they're asking me, they're like, oh, do you have his like profile pictures from his dating app? I'm like, do not commandeer me for your <laughs> – do not solicit me for your fictitious activities. Um, yeah, that happened. That was cool. That was great. It was fun and fresh. Also, fair warning as well. I'm just spilling all of it. If he puts you as his screensaver at work, you're thinking, oh, my God, that's so sweet. Is it when he goes to the <laughs> academy and teaches a class and then, oh, look, there's you. And you go, oh, great. Yeah, that happened. So uh, if you're in that academy, <laughs> call me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that that was another thing. <sighs> I guess we should talk about the dreaded, oh gosh, the dreaded military, the military. Speaking <laughs> of which, okay, spilling tea, did you see, did you know that my ex's brother went into the Air Force? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's near me in Texas. We Oh, uh, good God. I talked, to, I talked to him on occasion. Oh, <gasps> I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> anyway, okay, I digress. So- I was going to say, is there really a choice between, like, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine? Notice how I right. at the end. There's a hierarchy here, for sure, right? There's safer options oh, in the military to date. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. Where would you put the safest? Can we can we go straight to the, the worst option, which I'm sure we yeah, both go ahead. agree on? 
Marines. All right, three, two, one, Marine Corps. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Hurrah. More like, oh, no. Yeah, oh, no. no. Just yeah. Run. Second would probably be. Army. Yeah, I was gonna try. I was gonna try and say something else. Third's gonna probably be Navy, and then first would be probably Air Force. Really, one and two can flip flop depending on the man or the lady. Never know. <laughs> yeah, you know, good old devil dogs will they'll take you straight to hell. <laughs> they'll take you the lowest point in your life, and then you'll be like, "Wow, thanks for bringing me here." Um, yeah. So talking about Marines, Corey has a friend who was in the Marines. I was married to somebody who was in the Marines. Needless to say, I can say from my experience, they, they're they not all the same, but most of them have anger issues. <laughs> I'm trying Does he have so anger issues? Um, mine? No. My friend. Oh, yours? No. Well. He's a little grouchy. Well, I, I would say yeah. grouchy. Yeah. And, oh, Okay, maybe not anger issues. Big emotions. Ooh. Fair. <laughs> big emotions. Real big on those. Um, yeah, they all can outdrink you by like three times your body weight, guaranteeing that. Um, just like you were saying, badge bunny, there is such a thing as a barracks. Um, is a barracks bunny or like was it a barracks rat? I don't remember. Whatever. These girls just Base go rat. around from room to room. Uh, it sounds like it's like an EDM thing, but yeah, <laughs> there's there's those things uh, that occur, and yeah, it's crazy. And like, what's just awful is like these girls that go there, and like they're like, oh, I'm gonna date so and so, yeah. But then you're just going like down the row of like the line of the people in the barracks. It's just awful. And like, I can tell you firsthand, like if this guy's gonna go on a deployment, and you're thinking like, oh, like he's gonna be loyal, he's gonna be faithful. So, so I hate to break it to you. He's not like I he's not like I mean, I remember I'm pretty sure didn't he tell you stories? At least mine has told me stories about like there was guys that would literally go and like they could pay to have a wife like in Thailand or Indonesia or wherever it was that they were going. And yeah, that definitely happened. Um, Tons of things like it's practically like when these boys go on deployment. I feel like it like goes straight back to like the prison stuff that we were talking about where like your picture's getting passed around, sis. Like it's like a I don't even know. What would you say like your experience has been with somebody who's been in the Marine Corps? I only dated I dated more than one military person. I'm thinking about the one I dated right when the pandemic hit. And he was interesting to say the least um yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know i have kind of tried intentionally to stay away from guys in the military mostly because of you <laughs> um <laughs> i saw how that, that went yeah yeah so i feel like it's two-sided the whole deployment thing too because man a lot of people cheat while their partner is deployed and just have like oh, a whole yeah whole nother life like while they're deployed and Mm -hmm. i know there's this whole thing too where you know the base bunnies they know the rotation schedule of when they're like people are shipped out and they'll have like three boyfriends and just like oh yeah you know get stuff from all of them and then they're deployed while the other one's there at training or whatever and it's 
it's wild. Like, I don't know how people have the the time or the patience to do that kind of crap, but. Yeah, I've seen it before, too. Like, when I was living down there, there's a lot of girls that literally will get into a military relationship and they become these things called dependas. And they literally will not work. Uh no, I was not one of them. If you guys are wondering, I work full time uh, and I have never not since I was like 18. So I uh, wish, wish I was. <laughs> so if anybody wants to make me that, like, again, right in. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, hmm. I would say like, as it's supposed to be funny, but like, it's unfortunately true. Like we've all seen those pictures of like these girls and they're like, Oh, homecoming. Like, and their man's like running up to them from deployment and she's like nine months pregnant and he's been gone for 10. Uh Mm -hmm. It's those types of things. Like, and that stuff happens a lot. Like, so I a hundred percent agree with you that like there is a lot of like infidelity. Some guys will just get married because they get more money and they get a house. So they get to get out of the barracks. Um, some people literally will get into a marriage and like, they just pay part of their like basic housing allowance to like that person. And they don't even have like a real marriage and they just plan to get divorced. Like that's another thing I've seen. Um, yeah. I mean, the whole thing with like the military is like, it's so difficult to have like and cultivate an actual relationship with somebody because you literally are voluntold like where they're going when they're going you know they can call you last minute and like when I was married like he'd be gone for two weeks in the field like and I'd be home alone and there was no like crying about it like there was no options there was nothing I could do um so like I've seen that I will say this I've seen and met and this is not gonna sound promising for anybody. <laughs> but I do know one person that was in the Marine Corps and he's great to the point where I let him marry my sister. So <laughs> I agree. I second that. He was the only yeah. one that I ever met in that whole group that I was like, good guy. Like this guy. Good guy. Like him. I know. I know. Great. And now he's like my brother. So it's great. But like out of like the whole platoon, no. Nuh-uh. Yeah. And oh, fun fact, I guess since we're talking about like military stuff. So when I got divorced, I thought like all of these platoon guys that are like everybody who was in like that platoon with him was going to just be like, oh, like we're blood brothers, you know, like whatever. Wrong. When I tell you that, like, if you're in a relationship with a guy who's in the Marine Corps, trust and believe or really any branch. I'm just going to throw that out there. If you are like the wifey to all of them. Like, because some of these guys, they have wives. Some of them don't. Some of them, their families live, like, far away. So I took it upon myself to, like, if they didn't have a place to go for, like, holidays, I'd be like, invite them. Like, and he can just have dinner here. Like, because I just made it a point to do that. So then, fast forward, I get divorced. And my ex-husband is just an absolute garbage. Like, girls say, like, men are garbage. No, like, Corey can tell you, this man deserves being, like, a trash compactor. Like alive and I would like to watch that type of level but (laughs) it's so terrible if I told like the truth stories of like when we got divorced and like how I was still on the insurance I just hoped like one day like I was like god please hear me like if this is the day that he just 
you know, like let me be the person they call because I'm still technically like was legally his wife and like let that happen. And then like his whole family be up there and like, you know, he's just like on this ventilating machine. This is so terrible. I'm going to sound like I'm nuts. I even visualize this. And then I was just like, you know what I would do with all that money? I would buy like a couple bottles of Patron and I'd be like, unplug him and then like bring out the mariachis, like shots all around, 100%. But I don't even know where I was going with that entire story, to be honest with you. But <laughs> um, yeah, being like the the friends of the entire platoon. So when they found out what had happened, yeah, uh, I guess blood brothers ain't that ain't that thick because they were all like wrote him off. My brother in law wrote him off. Never spoke to him again. Like served with this man. Like straight up. Like was in trainings and like all these things shot with him right next to you like this is like your person right like this is your platoon yeah when i tell you the whole platoon was like <laughs> bye and they all everyone's like when i say that they befriended me they're like oh yeah they had like ulterior motives and Corey can vouch for this one i never once ever went back to the marine corps i'll tell you that <laughs> yeah never That's once a, a platoon back no. to me Mm-hmm. Yeah, the platoon backed me and was like so nice to me, apologetic, told me like that like they it, it's funny how like so many things come to fruition when things like separate. And you know, the things that you hear after the fact. But um yeah. So I guess ladies, if you're with anybody who's a cop or a firefighter or anything like that, like make good friends with them because in my mind I was like if I make good with these people that he's around and he goes to these guys and is like we're having an issue or whatever, like they know me and they're probably going to tell them like, you're being stupid. Like that's not the right decision. And they'll probably talk them off the ledge in my favor. Mm-hmm. That was my thought process. Could be wrong. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think that's true. I think when like your significant others, friends, family get to know you and if you're genuinely a good person and you care about the people around them, they see that and they know you're good for them and they'll be like, you know, don't mess us up. Um, and I think this leads into our last topic we can talk about real quick here, which is mm-hmm. uh, dating somebody in uniform and the infidelity or the likelihood of cheating that comes with that. Um, well, let's put it this way. The saying is, is like, firemen cheat and police officers beat. But let me tell you, if you're <laughs> me, you get two, you get a two in one. <laughs> um, yeah, it is unfortunate. And I wish I could tell you why it happens. I don't know if it's because they're in stressful situations. In my opinion, and this is just me, and again, with like, my life experience, I personally find that there is zero excuse, nor is there ever going to be a reason to be unfaithful to your partner, even if it is just your girlfriend. Like, there is such a thing as emotional cheating. There's, like, physical cheating. Like, I don't know. People don't seem to understand that. Some people may not agree. That's fine. But I don't think that there's any reason that, like, your man or your lady should be, like, going out to drinks with, like, Craig from the office don't think so. To, you know, well, we're 911 dispatchers together. Oh, like we work together. Even like successful business women, we can even put in here for people who are like, you know, dating people like that. Like it's not appropriate. Like why put yourself in a position that you know can 
potentially even compromise your relationship. Like any way that you feel like this would be disrespectful to my partner. And if my partner did this, I would not appreciate it. Then probably you shouldn't do it. Yeah. Literally just reverse the roles. Like, okay. Mm -hmm. If, if my partner was late night texting with a coworker friendly, like in a too friendly manner, would I like that? No. Okay. Then don't do it. Yeah, exactly. And that's, I think that's another good thing too, to talk about. So some people, they get really close with their coworkers and they think it's okay to suddenly like, let me call my coworker and tell them my entire relationship problems, my marital problems, my whatever. You guys, like, again, as much as I want to say like, these people are your friends, like there's some shady women and there's some shady guys. Like they're going to use what they know and what you tell them against you or for their favor. And so you may think like, oh, they're just my friend. Yeah. But now you've just exposed like all of the faults and all of like the little vulnerable moments of like where they can slide right in if they want to. Like you're giving them ammunition pretty much to like become the easiest temptation to you because you've told them all of your dirty laundry. Um, and I've seen that happen before, uh, many, many a times it even happened with my ex. He was in the Academy, met some girl. She was just a friend. If you guys saw that there's air quotes of just a friend, they're never just a friend. Um, (laughs) and you know, like Corey is saying, like you start coming home late, things are just not adding up. Text messages are starting to get a little weird and you're like, that's not really like how you should. And then sure enough, sure enough. They, uh, you know, find out that that's their mistress. They move in the weekend that he kicks you out, you know, and, and suddenly, you know, he knocks her up and they're married. What? Crazy. <laughs> it's like I lived that. Um, but yeah, definitely happens. I mean, do you think there's one that is more like tendency to do that than the other? What I'll say is, A, my dad always was like, never date a cop because of how much like stuff he saw like how much cheating he saw and lying Mm -hmm. and just kind of like bad behavior and I think I understand why it happens not at all justifying it I agree with you 100% I don't think there's any reason to cheat um but why I think it happens so much specifically with cops and like firemen is a being away from home so much it just leaves that door open to you know fool around with somebody else because you're already not at home a lot and Mm -hmm. I think b sometimes they feel misunderstood by a partner because of how hard the job is and how traumatic it can be that they might just feel like their partner doesn't get it and can't relate to them. And then they confide in somebody else who they're working with that they feel like, Oh, they get me blah, blah, blah. So then that creates this like emotional vulnerable, like door into cheating. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, I think it's just for some people, um, you know, it's the opportunity like, It's a job where you're around, especially being a cop, a lot of other people. Like, there's so many other people around you, like, working with you to where you're meeting. If you're in a big department, you can meet, you know, 10 different people a day. And that's just so many opportunities right there. If you're an opportunist, you're like, oh, there we go. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
No, and military. And I think the, I think that I was just going to say military. I think the other thing too is like because they're in such a stressful job that they turn to somebody else, and because like, so and I can only imagine that this would be the case, but like because they are either in like a situation that's like high risk, high emotion with this other person, like you become emotionally bonded to them. But mm-hmm. I 100% agree with you that it's it's almost always, at least from what I've seen and what I've experienced in my life, it's that they feel understood by the coworker better than they feel understood by their partner, which again, like Corey and I said, not right ever. You shouldn't be, first of all, turning to anybody other than your partner because that should be the person you feel like you're not going to be judged with. But again, the thing is, is like if you're going to turn to anybody, like at that point, just be honest and be like, you know what? This isn't working. Like just like spare the other person. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's just my opinion on it. Like because you feel like you're not understood, like the whole saying of like the grass is greener on the other side. Like I've heard that before. And then somebody told me, yeah, until you get to the other side and realize that it's fake turf. <laughs> yeah. Turns out, or you know, spray paint. green grass. Yeah. Freaking spray paint. If you're like redneck, like suddenly you're thinking like, oh, yeah, the grass is going to be so much greener. And like that's why like guys, that's why you guys tend to come back to ladies. And that's why they're like, oh, I like text from my exes when they want a second chance. Nicki Minaj said that herself. Like Pretty it happens Cardi. because you realize. Yeah, Cardi too. Not you misquoting the female rappers. <laughs> I know. Shame on me. Oh, gosh. Anyway. But, like, yeah, no, 100%. It's, like, you realize, like, that you've made a mistake and then you come back and it's, like, for what? Like, you made your decision. And I'm telling you right now, ladies, this one goes out to you. If any man at any time makes you think that you are an option, leave. Why? Period. And this is something, yeah, this is something that I'm still, I'm working on. I'm, I'm learning it myself. You are bringing so much to the table that if he doesn't see that and things like, oh, you're an option, boy, bye. Because I'm telling you right now, he can think that he's bringing all this stuff to the option and it turns out, or to the table, mm, yeah, mm-mm. turns out like you're not even at the same level. And so if there's ever like, a worry or a concern or if like you bring up something if you're in a relationship with a guy who's you know in one of these jobs and they're gone and they're giving you any sort of doubt or any sort of reason to be like what's going on and if they respond to you in a way where you're like well you're just an option then I'm going to teach you regret and that's honestly where your head has to be at because I feel like you don't deserve to be living in this like well, are we okay or are we not? Are we going to work out? Are we not? Like, cause that they either need to give you closure and an opportunity to move on, or they need to want to work on things. And that's kind of where like the infidelity thing comes in. And that's where I think like a lot of people are like, well, I'll take the easy way. So, uh, you guys, we are going to end it there. It's so heavy. I tell you, some of these heavy ones, Corey and I just have to drink our way through it. I hope you guys do too <laughs> because it's, it's rough on us, let me tell you. Um, but you guys, we will catch you guys in the next one. Corey, you want to sign us out? Yeah, I hope you're enjoying our Easter eggs leading up to the eventual story where we uh, spill all the tea on our, <laughs> our history. Um, but you can find us on Sideline PD. We are on TikTok, Instagram. That is our email. Uh, and we will see you guys in episode 11.